Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What genetically makes dogs man's or woman's best friend? Well, scientists in Sweden gave a pack of dogs an impossible task to do. They had to push along a plate that was actually rather unfairly stuck to the floor. Those dogs that sought help from their owners, the team found, are set up in a different way genetically from dogs that like to be more wolf-like and independent. Georgia Mills spoke to researcher Per Jensen to hear what he sniffed out. Dogs have this uh, very interesting behaviour which differs profoundly from wolves in that whenever they encounter something they find difficult, they try to solicit help, you could say, or at least establish some kind of social contact with a human nearby. So what we did was that we exposed um, almost uh, 500 beagle dogs to um, problems which was essentially impossible to solve. And then we measured the propensity of each of these dogs to seek human contact in that situation. And that's the situation where they had to make a choice. Should I try to solve this on my own and and behave like a wolf? Or should I be the typical dog and try to persuade a human to help me? So you're using whether they sort of seek human help as a marker for how dog-like they are, I suppose? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, correct. And the way they do it is varied a lot between individuals. So some dogs would, uh, of course, not seek help at all. Some would just glance towards the human and kind of seek eye contact. And others would be very persuasive and run up to the human and jump on them and scratch and (laughs) and, uh, do everything to try to solicit some kind of help. That's their behavior. But then you also linked this to their genes. Yes, that's what we were interested in, to get hold of the genetic background of this type of behavior. We um, collected DNA from about 200 of these dogs, and then we used uh, genetic markers, more than 700,000 genetic markers throughout their genomes, to find any kind of association between this behavior which we have been measuring and the genotype at various positions. I see. So you put these kind of flags in various points in the genome and then you compare mm-hmm. the genes with the behaviour and then see if any in particular match up, which would then imply that they are linked. That's correct. So we are looking for positions where dogs that are more likely to interact with humans share the same genotype. And the opposite, of course, dogs that are unlikely to uh, interact with humans, do they also share a common genotype at any positions? And we did find two such uh, positions where we had strong statistic associations. Do we know anything about these positions, what the genes involved there actually do? Yes, and that's the really interesting part of the study because um, it just so happened that uh, these markers were situated in a chromosomal region where they were relatively few genes and in fact we could kind of statistically boil the whole story down to five genes which 
probably are the ones that are responsible for the association. And the really exciting bit about this is that four of these five genes are well known from previous research in humans since they are uh, associated to various human social disorders such as autism, ADHD and so on. And uh, the fact that we find this association both in dogs and humans who, although we we are pretty close kind of uh, socially, we are uh, biologically quite distantly related. And that kind of suggests that um, what we have found here might represent some kind of common genetic architecture for social behavior in general in mammals. So probably during domestication, we have tapped in on... Um, fundamental genetic architecture of sociality and kind of tweaked it towards being more human-like in the dogs. So what implications does this have, the fact that these same gene areas and the same genes in humans and in dogs seem to be really closely related to social behaviours? First of all, it it basically teaches us some new stuff about social behaviour and the common genetic grounds for this. And um, one really interesting implication, I think, is the the possible application of this in human research. So I'm kind of envisaging uh, the dog as being um, a new strong model for human social behavior and for social disorders. Uh, So humans are, of course, profoundly different to genetic research on. But uh, if we can use the dog as a good model for some uh, some some human social behaviour, I think that would be a really a, a major advantage. So man's best friend might have even more to tell us then. That study was published in Scientific Reports.